2: Welcome to this. It is the Egg Chasers Rugby Podcast, the podcast about rugby that doesn't take itself or the game too seriously. I'm JB, sat in this the wonderful rugby dungeon with my good friend Phil. Hello, Philip. Hello, Jonathan. And down, and down the line, all the way in the RFU Council's shipping container. Oh, um, how is the shipping container, Tim?
3: It's lovely. I, I'm 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 outside. I'm right outside. You could you could just wave to me out the window. I'm just not coming in until I have my chair upgraded. That's it. it. It's, it's happening. It's
2: <laughs> happening. Now, um, interesting with the shipping container. We're updating that, are we? To be a JB Twenty Twenty headquarters for my run, <laughs> for my council run. Comms headquarters. Yeah. Comms headquarters. Yeah, we're going to be hitting like hitting the phones, <laughs> uh, bussing pensioners who are eligible to vote to, to, to polling stations, putting fake okay. Facebook posts out left, right, and centre. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So yeah, watch out for that JB Twenty Twenty when I'm going to run for RFU Council because why? Well, because I can spend your money better than you can on me. <laughs> I'll enjoy it more. You don't. You don't know how to enjoy it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, this is let's let's bust open the
3: Negronis. Yeah, yeah. Let's bust open the Negronis and get into it. This European Champions Cup midweek domestic pro- podcast. How many letters is that? EPCRMWDP.
2: Perfect, Tim. Absolutely perfect. So, if you want our usual rumblings, that will be earlier on in your feed. You'll have that on Tuesday morning. This is Wednesday morning. We still don't have the teams, but it's not going to stop us. Well, it's never stopped, stopped, stopped us before, and it won't stop us now. We're going to surmise what might happen in the European Cup finals, right? Correct. Um, all right, well,
4: I'm right. someone talk then, go. Cool. Well, we're going to go reverse chronologically. Okay. Be- because the big game is Saturday afternoon. Yes, it is. And it's the one everyone cares about. And it is the one that has been, well, for the last few years, this has been the biggest game in Europe. This has been the biggest draw. There have been the best two teams. Now, Toulouse have pushed them close this year for excitement and for... Uh, star power But in terms of getting the job done No one has done it as efficiently And c- as consistently As Leinster and as Saracens
2: It's amazing how these two teams just Dominate the competition they, they, are,
4: they have been so good For the last few years And this year in particular Both teams are Both teams are brilliant Yeah. Um, now there's some interesting Kind of side stories to this now, JB, you like the um, anti-Owen Farrell narrative, okay? Which yeah. you
2: you get on from time well, to time. Oh, and by the way, by the way, not breaking news, but fairly big news. Uh, I don't, I don't think Brad Barrett's going to be fit for this. So the
4: enforcer outside Owen Farrell might may well be Nick Tompkins. Not enforcing enough. Um, and Johnny Sexton, reigning World Player of the Year since collecting that award and since turning down an interview with the Egg Chasers yep. in Monaco, he's not been playing his best rugby. He, well, he's been injured hey, for a
2: lot of the season. I'm not going to say correlation is causation. Let that be a lesson. Yeah, I'm not going to say that, but, you know, um, Bowden Barrett took away the Egg Chasers tie. You know, not only did his game go next level, right? so did his brothers. <laughs> yeah, both, mean, both of them. Yeah, meanwhile, Jerry Sexton down in the championship. <laughs> uh, no.
4: Yes. No. Yep. No. Yes. No. Go on. I'm interested. Have you not seen Sexton Signs, where he's going next year? Worse than the championship. Oh, hang on. What's worse? Pro 40. The Dragons. Worse than the Dragons. Southern Kings? Southern Kings. No. Sexton Signs for Southern Kings.
2: No. All because he didn't say the egg chaser's time. Wow. Correct. Goodness me. Wow. Oh, dear. Poor. Uh, wow, wow, wow. Poor Jerry having his brother uh, let him down like that.
4: So the, the the fly half battle will be absolutely key to yes. this to this game for for territory for possession for clues for decision making for experience because they are I know Owen Farrell's a few years younger than Sexton but they are two of the well the most experienced um northern hemisphere fly halves and two of the most experienced fly halves in the world. Now we're probably going to do a, a combination team but I think it's probably worth just yeah. discussing those two in a bit more depth and what you 100%. think they can add. Yeah, it's a, I don't know, Tim, J B, kinda of where do you see that particular battle going?
2: Well, it's gonna be a lot well, of Well this wording. this must be a tough one for J Jay-
3: must be a tough one for JB because you, you hate Owen Farrell. So how are you going
2: to? Well, I just don't. How are you going to deal with it? I just don't think he's very good. I mean, that's that's yeah. where, that, that's how I deal with it. And
4: <laughs> Tim uh, Tim JB has never let any of his biases affect his judgment in the past, hey, and he will
2: not do it now. You you ask every one of those idiots that commented to me on eight 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 Sport about who knows about <laughs> playoffs? Is it Dan? Is it Dan Bigger Or is it Owen Farrell? Lots of idiots mashing the uh, mashing the keys with their fat hands or. <laughs> wrong. Why? I <laughs> because I know things. Because
4: it's Gareth Anscombe.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gareth Anscombe is the best in the world. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, Owen Farrell not having um, his minder with him, uh, Brad Barrett, that's huge. That is absolutely huge. Uh, and I think that's going to massive... I mean, you said the same about Menster to, to be fair. Uh, but that will tip the balance stronger, I think, in in Lens's in, in, in favour. That That said, I mean, what's what has Johnny sexton been known for in the past couple of months not much is the answer he, he's been injured quite a lot so he's hardly
4: played for Leinster um and his six nations was a combination of a couple of very poor performances the England and and the way we- I mean the Welsh Welsh game in dreadful conditions is probably the worst I've ever seen him play yeah and a couple of kind of Uninspiring performances in the the other games, like failing to get a spark.
2: Yeah, do you know, you said it. It's all important, like this matchup. I think it's more about the supporting cast. I mean, who can elevate their fly half to where they need to be? Uh, I d- Far, I think Farah has the advantage here purely because of his kicking. Interesting. I think you. he's a slightly better kicker, out of hand at sticks sorry for sticks for, for sticks. points. Yeah,
4: I would. Ag- I th- I would agree. That's my perception. I suspect the stats would probably back that up but I'm not 100 percent certain but, on you know that. a
2: physical Con, uh, con- team uh, Lens' team running down his channel giving him hell in my mind, he's a ticking time bomb. he's just waiting <laughs> waiting for that hide, <laughs> waiting for that high shot, looking to show Nick Tomkins who's boss around here this, you know this is how I defend bang, red card but there's a yellow card coming through Owen in this game. Are you going to put that on the whiteboard? I'll put that on the whiteboard right now.
4: Yellow uh, card for a foul. A
2: card. It could be yellow. It could be red. I'm going to go with a card.
4: But Owen Farrell has shown repeatedly in an England jersey, you can get away with high
2: shots. That oh. is true. That is true. Oh no! Hang on. Rather than a card, <laughs> a you're changing the whiteboard a, already. A card. Um, a card. Serious events will happen. <laughs> Whether he gets picked up on it or not, I do not know.
4: Tim, how do you see the the battle of the tens going?
3: Uh, Farrell's the man in form. Um, Sexton's got uh, just world class players around him. Um, I just think it's which which uh, which back row um, and which ball carriers can can get get the fly offs on the front foot. Basically, is what I think it comes down to. I don't think it's going to be uh, Owen Farrell plays well, Sexton plays badly. They're both absolute world class players, but it's um, it's just who who's on the front for who wins the game line means that. Sexton and Farrell are moving forward, sitting back in the pocket when they need to, when they want to, to kick the ball around. So I think actually that that battle will be dictated effectively by other people and guys like Billy Villanpola, um or Jack Conan and, um, and and the rest of it.
4: So on that note, should we look flick through the other players then, starting with the packs, if they are going to. If they're going to carry the piano, so uh, Owen or Johnny can play it, uh-huh. shall we flick through them and see who who would make a combined 15? Oh, crikey. So, starting at Loosehead Prop, um, you've got three Lions to pick from. Uh-huh. Um, Is that it? Just, just the three competing for the Loosehead shirt. Um, so, keen Healy, Jack McGrath. Oh, keen Healy, who has been starting, by the way. Um, and Mako Napola. So,
2: here's the thing. I'm not going to give you individuals. I'm going to give you units. Okay. I think the Saracens unit is slightly inferior when it comes to scrimmaging. But I think they're better around the park. With the exception of Tad... Bird. Tad- <coughs> there you are. No Bird? No? Yeah. Tig. Oh, Tiger tige. yeah. tige Furlong. Furlong. Tige furlong. No, that's a different Tig. <laughs> right? Uh, who is a monster... Around the park,
4: so yeah. so's so Kean Healy. He's an absolute monster he's around bit, the park. He's not Mako, is he? And and Cronin, if he plays, because I think he picked up a knock. Cronin again, is
2: a bloody good player.
4: He's pretty handy around the park as well.
2: Yeah, I I, I shade Jamie George and um, and and, and Mako, but then Furlong.
4: Yeah, I could go with that. Yeah, but, but the the Mako and Healy, yeah, that's probably the. The t- single tightest.
3: Hold on, hold on. Did, so, so you said Mako and George.
4: And furlong,
3: furlong, I'd say. What is, I mean, yeah, it... ma- yeah, Maco, George How? furlong. How is not the
2: Lions starting uh, front row? Correct. Oh, right. Okay. controversial selection?
3: Wow, we're
2: really breaking the mold there. Then Maro and James Ryan in the locks. No, Maro Mar- Mar- and Cruz for me. Would you I think Cruz is ace? Because I would actually, uh,
4: yeah. I probably would go, um,
2: yeah, James Ryan and Marrow. I think Marrow's sort of stepped up again. If that's possible, he's actually done that. I mean, he's so so strong. He's just physically dominant. But then so is Cruz. Cru- yeah, I mean, Cruz. Cruz, that, that's what I mean. Cruz, even you know, maybe to a, another degree. But the, the interesting thing about Cruz is going to be how he goes in the lineup against Tona, who is a really good operator,
4: and and Tona, who is. The last couple of years, he has stepped his game up massively. Yeah, he massively. looks like he's been
2: terrible at rugby, and actually he's amazing.
4: For a few years, he was a big lump, big rangy lump, but nothing special. I think he's now brilliant. Yeah,
2: he's carrying his good. He, okay, not linked to this game, but I'm going to say something. I think he's Ireland's most important player. Go on. Get out of town. What are you talking about? Come on. Go on. Really? Yeah. G- explain why. Because Ireland are going to lose the World Cup. They're not going to win this World Cup. Well, oh. what should I should say, if if they don't go far in it. It'll be because their line-out's fragile. Now, they can't replace the hooker, and the hooker, Rory Best, is a is a problem. I mean, you saw it on the weekend uh, for... He's no problem. Well, you kind of saw it against Ulster, and I think he's, yeah, he sort of recognised kind of- this. And the only way that that lineup is going to work is if Tona absolutely dominates and helps and helps out helps out Rory best. Without him, their set of piece will go to pieces, and they will not get far in the World Cup. Hence, Devin Tona is Ireland's most important player. It's an interesting theory. It's a great theory. Rubbish. Best best um,
4: stats, particularly in an Ireland shirt, are but ex- he's exemplary. Two?
3: But you
2: wouldn't pick Devin Tona anyone in the combined team. Well no, because they don't have they don't have the problem that um Hello, they hello. Yeah, they don't have the problem that Rory best is missing arrows everywhere. So because you're with a better walker, I think you can get away with um Hello. Hello? Hello, Tim Tim? Well I we oh hang on, I muted him maybe. Oh, dear. Hello? Hello. Hi, can you hear me? There you go. Hello. Hello. Yes. Hello. Yeah, because hello. because they're playing in a better yeah. team. Uh, or with a better hooker, you can go with Mario, who's not bad in the lineup. Let's I mean, neither <laughs> of them are bad, are they? And George Chris, who so again isn't bad.
4: So yeah. So we don't have any consensus other than we all pick Mario. Yeah. Oh you... wait, me and, Tim, did me and you both pick James Ryan? Yes. Ah, so we we are currently three Saracens and two Leinster.
3: That that level of work rate in that in that second row is. Like it's twenty first century rugby that that is just next level stuff, isn't
2: it? Total rugby yeah. from those
3: two.
4: Th- yeah. Those two are total rugby? They are the new breed of locks who can do well, absolutely everything, and do do absolutely everything. Um, yeah, back row is an interesting one. Well, I'll
2: start with Billy because we're all going to agree with Billy. Right? Yeah,
4: yeah. Okay, there is no way that Billy is not yeah. playing this game.
2: Would you all agree with Sean O'Brien?
4: Current form. <sighs> I've not seen enough of him in the last six months, no. say. If,
3: if, it, Dan, if Dan Levy was fit, it would be him.
4: Yeah, and so I would actually be very, very tempted to put Jack Conan in there as my number six. Mm-hmm. And seven?
3: Yeah, it, good shout. I like that.
4: I, so I'd have, I'd have Billy and Conan for all the carrying oh, that those, those boys can do. And then you do need a workhorse, which is either going to be Sean O'Brien or maybe Jackson Ray.
3: Uh, I like,
4: yeah, wow! Ray, come on,
3: you can't. No, come on. It's got to be Sean O'Brien. Sean O'Brien. Yeah. But that that is that is not to denigrate Jackson Ray because what a brilliant club man he is.
4: Yes, he, but uh, um, Sean, Sean O'Brien is just
2: he. The, the 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 problem with that selection, right? Is that Sean O'Brien in there? Sean O'Brien is your work rate man. When actually, when he plays for Leinster on the weekend, he's going to be your carrying man. He does some carrying, but... He does some great carries. He, yeah, but
4: the the beauty of Sean O'Brien is, and certainly when he was the best open side in the world, in my opinion, for a number of, a, a big period of time, he would work as hard as any open side, and he'd be stealing balls and hitting every rook and making phenomenal tackles, but also making massive explosive carries,
2: which is something that, say, Richie McCaw just could never do to the same level. He's definitely the most... It is prime, he's definitely the most explosive seven, unless I'm missing someone obvious.
4: Someone like Pocock or Hooper, but they're they're lighter. Yeah. So they're they're slightly more athletic, but just not the... 40 equals mass times acceleration.
2: They've got the acceleration, but not the mass. Yeah. I I mean, I'd say actually seven is one of the weaknesses of Saracen's. They sort of make do, don't they? Jackson Ray
4: is a very good player. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I, w- I would go, so th- we're probably going to be evening it up at that point, because I would pick two, Leinster, mm. and one, Sarries. Did yep. Sean O'Brien start at the Lions? Uh, I mean, in 2017, hit. no, no Omani, Omani, and Omani and Warbs. Warbs it would have been, wouldn't it? Yeah, when, when they were both fit, because did Warbs miss one of the tests? The
2: first test. Yeah. Yes, yeah, Omani captained. Yeah. And then, no, then was when, when dropped to the bench, wasn't he? He captained the team, then was Didn't the Alan Wynn captain? Alan Wynne was captain. No, Alan Wynne was not captain, no. Oh, definitely captained the, the, the first test. test and then, and then um, Warburton. Warburton the next two. And then everyone wanted Alan Wynne's head on a block for the second test. Yeah. Then he had a, a stormer. Anyway, um, OK, that's fine. Uh, and then we're going Ben... I, I'm Well, I'm going Ben Spencer. You boys can do what you want. Oh, no, I'm going Wigglesworth. What we I talking about? Well, who's going to start for Leinster? Will it be McGrath? I assume so. I would have thought it would be McGrath. Yeah. I'm 100% going uh, Wigglesworth or Spencer. It would
4: be interesting to see who Saracens do start, because I would pick the Saracen starter. Because McGrath has done some good things, but also from when I have seen him done some less good things.
2: Is he like the Irish Chris, Chris Cook? Um, I wouldn't go that far.
4: He's not as <laughs> God, no. <laughs> not as big a penalty machine as Chris Cook. Not as hot-headed, but like yeah.
2: like a little scamp who should be really good. But yeah. he's not he's not quite doing it. Let's just say
4: I would go Ben Spencer. Yeah, Luke,
2: Luke McGrath started against him. Um, he
3: started against Toulouse, so yeah, yeah. Uh, but I would I would probably go for Ben Spencer's in absolutely outrageous form at the minute. It would be interesting to see who they start.
2: Yeah. Come on,
3: then. What one game is cup final? It's not even a hypothetical. When people go, Champions Cup final tomorrow, who'd you pick? So come on, Champions Cup final. You can only have Sexton
2: or Farrell. I mean, I'd go with Sippers or
1: Bigger.
2: (laughs) These two are not. I I know, like, they get all the plaudits, but they're not actually that high up on my list. Um, Don't care, either of them. Right now, if you'd have asked me. Uh, I think Farrell at, the, at if, this moment in time.
4: Yeah, if you'd have asked me after the Autumn Internationals, I would have definitely 100% said Sexton. In fact, if you asked me at any point in 2018, I would have said Sexton. Uh, right now, I'm saying Farrell. Yep. With yeah. Bill. And
3: with And I, I I agree with that, and I, and I think it's massively important that in the early stages, Saracens rattle him, like rattle his cage. Yeah. Absolutely smash him, because if he gets confident that Leinster are... He'll take it home.
2: Well, I was. Well, talk, I, can, I, I, I'm gonna. Sort of, I'm not gonna name drop, but I was talking to a professional rugby player today, who plays in the in in uh, in, in the backs at twelve. Not not for sale. And uh, we were talking about like how would you go about um, beating Saracens? And for me, it's dead simple. I would run that massive pack because now we've mentioned like the like the whole team or the whole pack for. Let's what stands out is they don't have one outstanding carrier. But they have lots of very, very, very good ca- ca- carriers, and they'd be going. Oh. Well, they do.
3: Jack Conan. Jack Conan is one outstanding character uh, carrier. That yeah, number eight actually, matchup yeah,
2: is huge. It's huge. Yeah. yeah, but they would just be going either side of Owen Farrell all day long.
4: Yeah, you could run Conan, yeah. then Keane Healy, then Ty Furlong. Yeah Then then James Ryan Then Sean O'Brien
2: Over and over again I would not I I would You know Every time he's at a ruck He'd be the last one to get up Every time that he's on his feet We'd run into Mm. him And i just carry on doing that Until he loses his head In about five minutes
4: Farrell is smart enough Is he? smart, Smart enough not to Not to always make those tackles And I think Saracen's The Saracen's defensive machine Is smart enough to Protect him enough To not have to make all those tackles
1: well,
2: let's find out. Let's find out. Uh, centres. Now,
4: centres, I am going for an all-Leinster affair.
2: Yeah. Especially... Ben and Ringrose, totally.
4: Def- definitely. Uh, and yeah. I think if Brad Barrett is definitely out, it does... It opens up um, the the best trick in Sexton's locker. Which what? Is the wraparound. What? Because... So, for some reason... Everyone in the world has seen the Sexton wraparound 100 times. But until you've actually been there like 20 times and had it run against you 20 times, no one seems to be able to predict it or stop it. Now, Brad Barrett will have seen it enough times, but if you've got Nick Tompkins
2: defending at 12, oh, has God. he actually in real life seen it enough? I don't think he has. Uh, if Brad Barrett plays, I'd pick him every day of the week. Every day of the week. If he doesn't play this, you know, they're no longer a physical back line. They're now on the back foot, and they'll
4: So, Henshaw at 12. Henshaw and Ringrose. It's an island Ring starting. Ringrose is outstanding. The, the two of them. And I love Lazowski. I think he's brilliant.
2: Oh, yeah, actually. I would they're have. Not, they're not dissimilar players. I'd actually.
4: Have, I would have Henshaw and Ring Rose every day. Lazowski. Oh,
3: totally. Totally.
4: So so we are right now. We're even, aren't we? We've got no idea. We were four each in the pack. Yeah. Half backs to Sarri's, centres to Leinster. And it's the back three that's going Wingers. to de- decide it. So, yeah. yeah.
2: Is James Lowe going to play? Yes. Because we yeah. haven't mentioned any foreigners yet, have we? Uh, uh, for for Leinster
4: or for or for Saracens oh yeah they're all
2: now the reason I mention that is because he's missed Highland Cup finals because of the of the rules around who can play well he play, played he played in the final, semi
3: it was he played in the semi it was Low Llama and Carney and for Saracens it was Williams uh who's Mait- on the right wing Maitland
4: Maitland and Good.
3: And good.
4: Didn't Maitland either come off just before or get injured? He was yes. because Strettel played most of the game. That's right.
3: Yes, you're right. Yes, that's right.
4: So for me, I would have Liam Williams, Jordan uh, James Lowe and Alex Good would be my three.
2: James Lowe, Liam Williams, and Alex Yes, yeah, same. Tim? Uh I
3: I think I agree, although I do love Rob Carney. I like Rob Carney. That's but it's just but he's he's a devilishly handsome man, but that's no reason to pick him above Alex. No, I'd no I'd pick Rob Carney. I would go Low, Carney and Williams.
4: Low Carney, low Williams.
3: and Williams.
4: They're all into their, their Yeah. So Tim, you are you are going for one or pushing us towards one additional Leinster player, whereas me and Jay are pushing towards oh, one adi- yeah. additional Saracens player. Oh
3: my word. Which probably right, shows... It's interesting where the- yeah, it does. Right, but it's interesting where go. the balance Whoa. of power
2: is. I've got a better. two, but, for you. two
3: back rowers, two back rowers, and two centres for Valencia for could be very, very influential. But also but the then front, again, half back, and half back
4: and front row for Saracens. Hang on, hang on. Oh man,
3: this final's
4: amazing. Who would you pick for your coaching team? Well, Stuart Lancaster's running the show, top dog. Hundred percent, not him. <laughs>
2: um, <sighs> uh, I'd go Mark McCall. Uh, yeah Mark McCall Sanderson uh, yeah. yeah I, mean, I just oh, think like, oh man this one, like the, the whole set is at, oh. better Art Saracens I would say not by much oh. but I think it is yeah this it's is not crazy. by much I'm
3: so excited now talking about this now I'm so excited about the weekend
2: yeah it's very um, yeah it, like these two teams they, they feel like they they were destined to meet in the final from day one
4: yeah, it, it has always been. It's been almost impossible. Other than, as I said right at the, the start of the show, other than a couple of amazing performances by Toulouse, it has all always been building towards this position.
2: Mm. I think the other thing as well is like how how. Um... Influential, all the supporting cast be the guys that we've not mentioned. So, like, who can, who has like the, the like the second best lineup? Who has the best bench? One of the things which really impresses me about uh, Leinster is actually like you know the quality of their not their first front row, but their second front row which they bring on. <laughs> yeah, that's, well, uh,
3: that's huge. Yeah, you, you are right. However, when you look at their bench against Toulouse, in terms of the names. I mean, Ross Burns proved himself to be a a cracking player, but Hugh O'Sullivan, Max Deegan, Caelan Doris, Michael Bent, Ed Byrne, James Tracy. These are much less experienced guys than you would normally expect to see on a Leinster bench.
2: Yeah, Yeah,
4: and you're going to be bringing guys on the Saracens bench. So uh, Richard Barrington, not the biggest household name, but hundreds of premiership um, games under his belt. Vincent Koch, Cock was on the bench for Saracens. Will Skelton, will Skelton, who is in the form of his life. Berger. Richard Wigglesworth, Wigglesworth Strettle, uh, and possibly Lewington or
2: Maitland will be on the bench. Stretz will Stretts come on and grab, and grab a try. That, that that feels like it's meant to be. It does. It depends how many of the... Because we, we know the
4: strength and depth of that Leinster squad, but it depends how many of them they can get back fit for this game. Yeah.
3: I uh, do, you know, do you know what? I, uh, my, my, so moving on to kind of prediction, how we see it's going. I'm looking, and I think six, seven, and twelve, thirteen is where Leinster are going to win it. Six, oh.
4: seven. Uh, interesting.
3: Those, those, those two matchups. Like every other matchup is so tight. I think the two places where the matchups are there's a little bit more open water is on the flanks and in the centres.
2: I think, Leinster and without got, Brad
3: Barrett, without he, Brad Barrett, Leinster are I think comfortably better in those comp, he, in those matchups.
2: Brad Barrett missing is huge. Uh, I also love that uh, uh, Leinster's carrying options in their front row. That for me is going to be tilt tilt the tilt the balance. Not the not the starting three, but you know across the six, which which will be brilliant. So, predictions then. Oh, well, having said that, I've now said Leinster. I think. Leinster, that's
4: I think Leinster I I really are going to win. Leinster ten points. You're saying Leinster by ten. Will win. I think Saracens. I think I think they can. I think the up front battle is going to be enormous, and I think it's going to be oh, relatively give me Saracen's close. By five. Saracens by five. <laughs> no, no um, by ten. Leinster by ten. <laughs> Leinster by ten. So I think Saracens will sneak it, um, but I don't think they'll do the double. I think this will take too much Ooh. out of them, so I think Exeter will probably win the the Premiership.
2: So Gloucester are going to beat Saracens, right? Not necessarily, but ah, but then Exeter, they, will...
4: yeah, I think Exeter will win the Premiership. I think Saracens will win. Um,
3: I, th- I I think the reverse. I think Saracens will win the Premiership, and uh, but they'll lose. But Leinster will win their fifth um, fifth star on their jersey.
4: And oh. also, I think. Leinster are going to have too much taken out of them for the Pro 14, which is going to open the door for my beloved Ulster. Wow.
2: If it wasn't for me, for my boy, he has been cheated. Cheated cheated. by CJ Stander.
4: And Nigel Owens.
2: And Nigel Owens. It would
4: be a a walkthrough to the final. CJ Stander was not supporting his body weight. No, it's true. So he's great.
1: with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at UH1.com.
2: Has anyone anything to say about the other game? Only the
4: fact that I'm quite excited for it. It should be...
2: Yeah, I mean, but it should be an ex- explosive game. I, I like watching La Rochelle a lot. I, mean, I love watching Danny Preso. Yeah, He's La- a monster. He, the, he looks like a superhero.
4: The La, Ro- the La Rochelle sale game was completely bonkers. Yeah, And... Clermont are just ridiculous. They are the, the, ridiculous, the, aren't they? The talent that they've got in that team is astonishing.
2: Do you think they're next year's Heineken
4: Cup winners? No, because they're choke artists. But <laughs> I, think yeah. they, I think they will be very competitive in next year's Heineken Cup. Very um, competitive. Have you
2: seen the French League, by the way?
4: Uh, Toulouse are miles clear, aren't miles they? Miles clear. Yeah.
2: So... Um, yeah, I'll look. I'll watch it if it's on. I mean, because it's an all French affair, it's a, it takes a little bit away from me. I like um, I like European Cup finals when it's from two different nations. Uh, and also, yeah, yeah, I'll be out drinking on Friday because it's Broughton Park Club, Club dinner. Broughton Park, you're not a member though. Uh, no, I've got a table though. Old boys, <laughs> of course. Yeah. There we go. Fantastic, right? So, uh, Tim, have you got any, anything to add?
3: No, I, just, I can't wait now. I'm so excited about the game. I've been spoken about it like that. This is yeah. This is it. Feels like two two dynasties colliding. Yeah. Not just two teams trying to create a dynasty. Like these princess, are teams that have already
2: already created a d- dynasty. Like, for instance, the Dragon Queen facing off against Cer- Cersei Lannister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that what you mean? It does. That is, that, that is what that is what I mean.
4: So Saracens going for their third star. And Leinster are going for their fifth. Yeah, they would, a... they would go clear at the top ahead of Toulouse for their fifth star. Ooh. Yeah. Um,
2: yes. Right. Have you got any other business, JD? Um, I did have a Championship Team of the Year to read out from our friend John Newcomb over at Rugby Journal. However, Tim's on the line, and that means that when my phone's on 10% battery, and it's very, very, um, very, very I'll go. Out.
3: I'll go. You do that. Uh, I'll take one for the team and mm. go. I've, I've, I've got a train to catch anyway. I mean, I've got, I've got to go home. Oh, right, yeah, <laughs> so I've, got I've got take right. the shipping container. I've, I've got to take the shipping container um, back and uh, you know spray paint it. Beardmore twenty twenty. Beardmore twenty twenty.
4: <laughs> Perfect.
3: So I'll get off. I'll get off of, the of phone. You can use it for for that, and then um, we'll see you on the next
2: one. See you later. See you yeah. later, Tim. Uh, right. Literally, just on cue, I've run out of battery. So we will do that next week, and we will do it, because it's a very interesting piece. And actually, Tim knows about the championship, so it's probably best if we have him on at the same time. Perfect. Um, Yeah, there you go. Thank you for listening. Uh, Go find us on our various social media platforms. We are on Twitter, we're on YouTube, we are also on Facebook. But don't go there, because we hardly ever go there. Um, You can go and get our merchandise. Keep, you know, keep the lights on. Keep keep this ship sailing. You can uh, go on to Akuma Rugby Shops to get our (laughs) wonderful, our wonderful jersey or visit our dear friends at Cornerstone uh, forward slash Egg Chasers. Um, We'll see you on Monday, I guess, and we'll have all the roundup from the weekend's rugby, news, gossip uh, and a breakdown of two very, very important matches in Europe. So, until then, let the boys play.